0: Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast, and if this is your first time pushing play, I want you to know that you are so welcomed here. I am your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, blogger, speaker, and I do like to run. We all need a little encouragement on the good and not so good days to lift us up and onward. That's my hope for you, that you will be so encouraged and know that with God, nothing is impossible. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle, and you're listening to episode number 81. And for those of you who have not been listening for a while and you're just joining us, Maybe for the first time, or maybe you've only listened to a few episodes. Can I just tell you how grateful I am to have you here along with me on this journey of encouraging others? I mean, I know I need encouragement on the good, and you're right, not so good days. So I just feel like this episode in particular, episode number 81, is going to lift us all up and onward, just like I say in the intro here, because Toretta Lynette is the guest speaker today. And Toretta, Toretta is a well-known author of the book called Let It Go, The Relationship Edition. And she speaks about her personal journey and facing the spirit of fear and letting go of what she thought would last forever. And, and maybe you've gone through a relationship where it didn't work out, whether it's through divorce or um, in just relationships in general, maybe through your mom or your or your sister or your brother or whatever it might be and, and things you know, and maybe it's a friend and you know you have to let it go. I'm telling you, Toretta is bringing us a new perspective to letting things go and releasing the things that maybe should have, would have, could have been and reminding us all that when we we are rebuilding something, when we've been through a storm, because listen, we've all been through some storms, right? When we've been through a storm, that God is so faithful to pick us up lay down that foundation for us and help us to piece it together brick by brick. So I cannot wait for you to listen to Toretta and her encouraging story here because I think it is meant for you today and I cannot wait for you to just jump on in because it's fueled with faith and encouragement to lead you onward in your day. So grab your cup of coffee, get on your walk or run, and wherever you are, my friend, be encouraged. Let's go. Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Be Encouraged podcast. I am so excited to let you guys know who I have here with me today because I feel like we are going to ignite and spark some encouragement like no other. Like putting some win in your sales today because that is what encouragement does for all of us. So welcome to the show, Toretta. I'm so glad to have you here.
1: It's great to be here. Thank you so much, Jackie.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just go ahead and I want to just begin and just start us off there a little bit about who you are, where you're from. Um, I know you've traveled a few places, so I, I'd love to just get to know you a little bit more and our audience to know who you are too.
1: Yes, 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 indeed. Thank you. Again, thank you so much, Jackie, for the opportunity to um, to be on the Be Encouraged podcast. What a wonderful name, to be encouraged. I, I love it. Um, I am Toretta Lynette. I'm the CEO of Toretta Lynette Enterprises. I'm originally from central New York. And when when people hear central New York, they're thinking New York City, but I'm actually from a city, a town called Syracuse, um, but I currently reside in Atlanta, Georgia. So Atlanta is now my home. Um, As you mentioned, I have lived in a few different states. I moved from New York uh, to Montana. Uh, and then from Montana to Atlanta, Georgia, and again, I'm loving Atlanta, starting to love Atlanta. You know, the weather is a little bit different in Syracuse, New York. It's, it's a little cold, so, uh, but in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, the, the winters are more like fall, so I'm, I'm acclimating and uh, adjusting finally <laughs> after a few years, and I know I've been here for years, but I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to the warm weather in Atlanta Georgia
0: well I gotta tell you Tretta I'm jealous that it's warmer down there because I feel like up here in Pennsylvania it is like one day it's super hot and the next day it's cold and you're like what is going on with the weather
1: (laughs) oh no no. and I I think uh, Pennsylvania is just about four four and a half hours away from my hometown Syracuse New York so I, I know the feeling I know the feeling Absolutely. Well,
0: I bet you don't have to I bet you love that you don't have to shovel snow. That's probably the best part, right?
1: <laughs> yes. You are absolutely correct. That is the best part. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit more. Like what is your um what do you do and what are you most passionate about, Twitter? Because I think one of the things I, I love about you and I stumbled upon you was you were talking on Purpose 365, a little shout out there to Purpose 365, who connected us on Instagram. And I will say um, you have this way of encouraging people. And I just love to bring on more encouragers because that's just life. We all need it and the ups and the downs. And so I just want to learn more about like, you know, what you're passionate about, where you, you know, where you're from, that kind of thing, your backstory.
1: Yes, yeah, of course, of course. Well, I'm passionate about uh, passionate about helping people. Um, I love helping and encouraging people. I love inspiring people, whether it's through word, uh, through song. I didn't mention that to you, but through song as well. Um, I love just um, inspiring people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's, it's, it's been a passion of mine since I was a little girl. Um, I can remember four and five years old in kindergarten classes, uh, just encouraging my other uh, classmates, believe it or not, um, with a pat on the back. I've I've always just found myself um, encouraging others and inspiring them and putting a smile on their face, you know, whether it's through, uh, again, through the gospel of Jesus Christ, or just if I want to cheer up somebody's day, I just naturally, I just know how to, and with the gift by the grace of God and with the gift of God, naturally, I just know how to, uh, it just flows out of me for, you know, and that, that that's by the grace of God. So being an encourager.
0: Yes. I love that, that you're being an encourager, and be an encourager because I think a lot of times we go through seasons of life and we need more people like you, Toretta, in our lives to just, hey, I need a little <laughs> pep talk today, you know. So we're gonna give you all a little pep talk, I think, because, um, you know, about a year ago I mentioned Toretta on our podcast that I was going through a season to rebuild, and I just was experiencing some grief and hurt in life that I felt like a ton of bricks just came falling down, um, around our family, and I just know that. There's times that you, you don't even know how to stand back up after it falls down. And after a season like that, I just felt in my heart that Lord was going to rebuild rebuild it and rebuild my heart, my foundation, and just elevate the perspective that he has. Um, even though I don't think I, I could see it in the moment, I feel like the Lord was saying, no, I'm going to show you. And I think, I don't know, have you ever gone through a season like that where you know you, you just are called to rebuild something?
1: That's a great question, Jackie, thank you so much. Absolutely, Um, a matter of fact, I've had plenty of seasons where my life had took an unexpected turn. Um, One season I can think of, and maybe our audience can relate to, is when I had to release myself from um, a long-term relationship, and to be exact, it was a a marriage um, that I thought would last forever. And it took some rebuilding of my heart in my mind and most importantly it forced me to get even closer to god during those rebuilding stages um, i had a relationship with god i've always had a relationship with god um, but during that season it took me to another level of intimacy with him and i had nowhere else to go i had nowhere else to turn but to god and i'm i'm forever putting my trust in god because he's the one that can keep us. And he's the one that can help us um, go to the next level in him. So
0: yeah, Yeah, I love that. Like, I I almost see like, how did you press on? Because I think, like you said, you just had no choice but to turn to him, like, tell me what that's like, because I think a lot of us are like, where do we turn? You know, when we get to that unexpected news or that unexpected call or that unexpected whatever it is in our season of the day, you know?
1: Absolutely. Well, before I rebuilt anything, and I know you used the word rebuilding, I had to do it a, uh, mentally with my thoughts. And I had to do it spiritually before I had, before I did it physically. Um, I had to make sure I pri- prioritized being more intimate with God, um, like spending more time in his word. I had to shut things off, close off the access that some people had in my life. And because I didn't need anything to get in the way of God rebuilding me, I didn't need the extra interfere interference. So that's why I had to kind of shut off the access. And some people may have looked at me like, why does she seem like she's hiding or what's what's going on? God was literally rebuilding me. Um, I found myself spending more time with God and serving more in his house, with which is the church, of course, I'm serving others, especially those that were a part of the household of faith. Uh, and um that's where I found my encouragement. Um I got the opportunity to serve on different ministry team as well. So that's where I found my joy in the small things. And that's where God allowed me to be rebuilt brick by brick, brick by brick by brick.
0: I love that. It's so beautiful. I wonder too, like, when I think about brick by brick, like what was the, the first brick that the Lord was just showing you like, you no, know, this focus on that. Is it like distractions? He was like, get rid of this. You know, you said ac- excess, you know, like what was it that he was kind of pushing you towards? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, he, Just pushing. He was pushing me towards him and pushing me closer towards his purpose. And as I mentioned, um, I couldn't allow others to get in my ear or other interference. Um, I wanted to just like a baby, you know, when a baby is born there, they know that they know the tone, they know their their mother's voice voice because they're always close to them. So I had to reposition myself and to make sure that I stood close by the father. And from that moment on, he just allow me he just started to rebuild me and allow me to flourish you know and um like you said it it took brick by brick by brick to to be rebuilt
0: I love that like you said just like leaning and listening to his voice Mm -hmm. almost it's hard it's hard to hear it sometimes Toretta I don't know about you but like you like the distractions of the day like our pastor was just talking about that actually in our our sunday church he was like listen get rid of the distractions like whatever is like calling you that that you're listening to that's not helping you you know that's not the the lord and i just think you know what are some distractions that you had to get rid of um in order to press into him
1: well the the relationship that i was in that was a, a a major distraction um it became a priority And where God was supposed to be first, I put, um, certain, certain relationships in the way, not just my old marriage, but other relationships. I, I put them in the way of God and I had to remove them, had to say bye-bye to certain, certain people that I was close to because God I know is a jealous God. And I had to just move them out of the way and be obedient to him. So again, so that I can get closer to him and, um, move forward in purpose.
0: Absolutely. I love that rebuilding. It just means sometimes we need to elevate our perspective, like putting him first. Um, And I think too, how do you not get stuck in the rubble, you know, in sitting in the, what could have been, what should have been um, if, well, if I did this differently, it would have been, you know, I think a lot of times we can all go through something similar to that and relate to that. So do you have anything to speak to that?
1: Absolutely, I would have to say um, faith kept me building. Um, There's a scripture in Hebrew Hebrew 11 that says, uh, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for; it's the evidence of things um, not seen." So faith is my hope. It's my title deed. I love the Amplified version of the Bible says title deed, right? It's your confidence. So faith kept me going. And, And when you know that there's greatness on the other side, that's the fuel that keeps you going and building, you know, knowing that he that begun a good work in you will finish it. So faith kept me going and faith continued to keep me positioned at an elevated place in him.
0: Yeah. I love that you say positioned. Tell me about that. What do you mean by that?
1: Position as uh, looking towards him, <laughs> looking to the hills for he is, he is my help. Um, I couldn't look anywhere else because if I begin to, if I remove my eyes from him, then that's when the distractions will start to come in. That's when my focus begins to, to shift. So I had to keep myself my positioned, looking to him and also at his feet saying at his at his feet in a place of worship um not just when people hear the word worship they think of singing but just honoring a place of honor a place of god i trust you in this a place of god i'ma stay at your feet until you say move god i will obey i'm going to do what you call me to do i'm going to say what you call me to say and you only, can, you only can do that and be obedient to whatever he called you to do and to be if you're at his feet and in his presence. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. In his presence, there, there's hope. In his presence, he began to shift your heart. He began to shift your mind. In his presence, there's safety in his presence. And so I had to keep myself in that place, in that position, in that posture. Because that 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 was my life. That's my life line. God is my lifeline. So it, it, it's important to stay posture. It's important to stay positioned in Him. You don't want to leave that place. Yeah. So and it's humbling. It's humbling and, and, and it's an honor um, yeah. to know that God has called you and know that you are a part of His fold. Mm, that's
0: so beautiful. Yes. I I mean, honestly, you leave me speechless here because I'm just, it's such a beautiful (laughs) thing to think about us being positioned towards him at the father's feet, like a little girl, like, like you're saying in church, like you were the encourager, like, come on, like (laughs) being at your father's feet, like just, um, you know, you just want to be around it. It's this fragrance, right? You just, it draws you near and you know that that's warmth, it's comfort, it's protection, it's safety, all those things. So I think that speaks volumes for all of us listening today, Toretta, you know, if we're, we feel like we're stuck, if we feel like we're, you know, what could have, or what should have been like, just stop the distractions and look up look up at him. I think that's the most beautiful thing that, you know, I really took away from what you just said is, is leave it, leave it at his feet. Like look up. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, There's no other place to be, but at his feet. There's no other place to be positioned, but at his feet. So I I love it. I I love it. And I will continue um, just to, to be in this presence, I will continue to stay at his feet. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. 100%, 100%. I think as an encourager too, do you write down your thoughts? Do you write like in journal and things like that?
1: Oh, a- a- absolutely. Um, I'm a dreamer. So, so, so sometimes, some, sometimes, you know, I dream and I have to write down um, what I feel that like. sometimes he'll give me something. He'll give me something for me or he'll give me something for someone else. So I make sure that I keep a journal by my bedside and to, uh, you know, to, uh, to record those moments and re- record those times um, so that I can go back, say, say if God gave me a word for, for myself or for someone else, I can use that journal and go back weeks, like three or four weeks and say, oh, okay, he brought it to pass. Or I remember him saying he was going to do this and he brought it to pass. So journal journaling is good, um, not only to record um, what the Lord is saying, but it's ther- therapeutic as well. Uh, and so that's how, My book was birthed, the Let It Go book, it was birthed out of me just journaling my life. So I encourage the audience and the listeners, keep a journal by your side, you know, keep a journal, write, you know, write how you're feeling emotionally, write, just write. It's it's therapeutic. And um, I encourage everyone to (laughs) grab a journal.
0: Did you think that your journal would be a book one day, Toretta?
1: Absolutely not, absolutely not. I I actually, (laughs) I knew that my journal. Well, I thought that my journal would just be for me and um, just for for my healing. But God wanted me to share what I wrote in my journal with the world, so that others can be healed through it. So, um, no, I, I I was shocked when the Lord said, "Okay, it's time to release that journal, and I want you to put it into a manus- manuscript, put it into a doc- document, and uh, give it to others." So you just never know. Uh, but when you're obedient to God, you you, you want to please him and do whatever he says to do because he, he knows best. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful.
0: And the, and the, the title, I mean, let's just talk about it. Let it go. Where'd that come from?
1: <laughs> well, I- I was holding on the Let It Go, the relationship edition, and we know Let It Go can be applied to many different things, but in that particular title, Let It Go, I was holding on to a a relationship, a marriage that that was over. And I didn't think that there was joy and peace and happiness on the other side, Um, but I had to trust God. And during that time and during that season, it was so hard to trust because, I was emotionally, uh, I was drained, and there were so many things going on in my heart and my mind, emotionally. But I heard the Lord say, "Like, you got to let it go, because now it's uh, it's stopping progress in your life mm. by you holding on to something that's dead. You're you're stopping the progress in your life by you holding on to." W- to once what was, um, you're stopping the progression in your life, and um, that's where that's where it came from. Let it go, and I said, well, if I held on to it, I know there's others that that's around me, or other people that ha- I have not yet encountered maybe going through this same experience that I went through, and um, I want you know want the readers, want the listeners to know that um, that there's life on the other side, um, God showed me that there's life on the other side, but you just have to release it and, and, and to let it go. So,
0: mm, I love that. I almost see it. Think of, um, you know, if you're holding something so tight, like even just, so my students, give me flowers all the time. And they're like, here you go. And they just like pulled it out. And if I'm holding on to it, it's going to become this dead flower in my hand. Yeah. I have to let it go, you know, put it um, in water like, and like a nourish, like, like not nourish that something that is dead, right. That is pulled out. But like, I feel like, you know, we need to grow and we can't choke um, the eye, like we can't hold it so tightly, but we're choking it. We need to just give that's it to right. him. I think that's yes. what I'm picturing more so. And um, yeah, just, just letting it go to him. It's just so beautiful. That thought of just release, like that just word release, release you said, yes. it's like a breath of fresh air. When you even say mm. the word, let alone just release it, release it, let
1: release it go. It. Yes. So friends, <laughs>
0: release it today. Release um, it. Yes, I love that thought and that idea and spiritually just doing that. And, um, and it almost reminds me too of of John 10, 10, where he's talking about, you know, um, his voice, you know, how we may not hear it. It may not be landing on good soil if we are still holding on to things that are not serving us well. Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful illustration of what you probably wrote in your book. And I cannot wait to read it about letting go because I think- divorce or no divorce. Like I think anybody going through a relationship, I mean, sometimes we go through relationships with our parents or with our sisters yeah. or with Absolutely. things like we have to let go of the idea. I think we talked about this a little bit too, of letting go of the idea of what was, yes. you know, um, or Absolutely. what we thought we had and, and kind of asking God, like, Hey, can you mold that, that new thought in my mind? Does that, that makes sense?
1: <laughs> yes, that makes, that makes perfect sense. It's, it's so easy to stay and to be, um, cause we're used to the familiar, you're used to, um, if it's a relationship, you're used to being with that person. And um, when God says to let it go, it's like, well, what's next, you know, what's le- next? Even if it's, there's nothing good there. It's like, well, I'm familiar with this, you know? So it's, uh, but there's hope on the other side. If you, like you, you mentioned the word release, once we release it, God has other things up ahead of us, God has other things in store for us, but we have to trust Him, and um, He's going to walk us through and walk us out, whatever the situation may be.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, it's so good. It reminds me too of of just anyone in the Bible, like just praying and trusting. It's like this, like this little thing that you sew into. I know the other day I was talking about quilts and just the stories of our lives being threaded together, and it's. Pray and trust, pray and trust, have faith and trust. You know, it's just constant like movement of the needle and the thread going back and forth um, to making something beautiful. And, um, you know, as you prayed and trusted and submitted to God's will, how has that shifted your mindset? And then also, how has that protected you in other circumstances and storms that might try to come through your path now?
1: Yes, yes. Um, That's a good question, Jackie. Well, I had to trust that God's plan um, was better than my plans. Um, And there's nothing like being uh, in the will of God. Um, There's actually a song, I mentioned it before, that um, by by a renowned gospel artist that says the safest place in the whole wide world is being in the will of God. Um, So I had to trust his plan and I had to trust his will. Um, You know, Jackie, you mentioned the word storm. And usually, when a storm comes in the natural, think of Hurricane Katrina, but it comes to interrupt the normal. What is um, storms can either bring snow if you're in Central New York, it could bring wind or it can bring rain. But whatever type of storm that a particular city or neighborhood experience, there could be a lot of rebuilding, restructuring afterwards, depending on the intensity of the storm. And as I mentioned, Hurricane Katrina in 2000. In, 2005, I believe, it impacted families and impacted the community and also it it impacted the region tremendously. So a storm for some will cause them to migrate or to relocate to other areas. You see people who are once settled, comfortable and are complacent The storm forces them, it doesn't ask for permission. The storm comes unexpectedly. So it forces people sometimes to move in a different direction, to a different place, to a different city that they wouldn't have gone to on their own. Um, I would say like the storm acts as an assistant. So when I think of a storm, I think of an assistant or an assister. No, it doesn't feel good in those moments, but those life storms will work out for our good. And the word of God says, all things. Not some things, but all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and who are called to his purpose. So the storm comes to assist and to push us towards our purpose. So who's ever listening, you may be in the middle of a storm right now, but know that God is going to work if you trust them. And if you believe, know that God is going to work all things out for your good and say to yourself, the storm is here to assist me, It's here to push me towards my purpose, change your perspective and say the storm is here to push me towards my purpose.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, come on, let's repeat that. Go back, repeat <laughs> it 15 more seconds, Let's
1: go back. The, storm, the yeah. storm comes to assist and to push me towards my purpose. Oh, so wow. whatever storm you may be in, you may say, will this ever end, where is this going? The storm is going to act, the storm is acting as an assister. Some things we won't do on our own. Some things we're afraid to do on our own. We allow fear to step in, but God will somehow in some way, sometimes will send a storm in the most inconvenient time to move us and to push us in the direction of purpose. Mm. The storm is here to assist us mm. and push us towards our purpose.
0: Just stay positioned, yes. Position. Position, it's everything. Listen, listen, you guys, position yourself. Like my friend Toretta said, in this storm, wherever, whatever storm, and it could be like the daily storm, like, okay, coffee spilled on your shirt and you have to, you know, you're running late, but then you help open up a door for somebody. Like, you just never know how you're going to make the impact within your storm for the yes. day. And uh, God can use that and just keep threading that, 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 you know, prayer and trusting him and positioning and humbling yourself. Cause it's not beautiful. The messes we make, right. Or the messes we have to go through or whatever it might be. You know, I love that Toretta. You just, oh, such an encourager and such an encouraging word for those who are listening today. I just. I'm so thankful that, you know, you were just a gem. I just, a breath of fresh air. I'm so thankful that you said yes, Toretta. And um, it just feels so good to have you come alongside me. I know those who are listening just feel the same because as you were talking, I just, you guys can't see it, but our eyes were just like closed and just such peace. Like you just know God is speaking to somebody today. And I just thank you so much. I thank the Lord so much for that because We are all on this journey to reach what God has in store for us and the detours, they may come, right? We don't see the big plan of God's plan but he does. His ways are higher than our ways. His his plans are higher than our plans. And that is the truth. It is written in his word. And I just um, ask that you just keep that internal perspective, like she's saying, like elevate that perspective that he is going to move through these storms. And I'm just so thankful that you shared your story and your heart, Toretta. It's just so beautiful. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you so much. I just want to encourage and and to inspire inspire others, just as you are doing, um, Jackie, on the Be Encouraged podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh my goodness. I'm so, I'm so glad. And just before we end here, I love if you had a verse that anchored you. Cause we talk about like rebuilding right in the very beginning and a little bit throughout and as we stand firm on a new foundation, brick by brick, what is something that you can tell others or myself or yourself? Like, what is that, that one thing we can stand on that one verse that maybe that has been a firm foundation for you?
1: Yes. Oh, definitely. I have to have to say, uh, Isaiah 43 and 18 and 19, it says, remember, not the former things. He said, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. And the next verse says, now it shall spring forth; shall you not know? And this is the good part. He said, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Remember not, I just want to say that, One more time, the former things to the listeners. Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. The Lord is saying, I will do a new thing and it shall spring forth quickly. He said, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now let that sink in. What's the wilderness? Uh, It's a place that's, when you think of wilderness, you think of a place of the wild, a place that's undeveloped, you know? You can't possibly live in a place That's unlivable. It's desolate, but God is saying, I will make a way, even in that place, even in those places in your life, you feel that it's dry. You feel that it's undeveloped. You feel that there's no, that it's barren. God is saying, I'll allow you to, I'll allow you to produce fruit in that place. And then the next, uh, the next few words, it says, I will also allow you, I will also make rivers in the deserts. And when you think of the word rivers, rivers don't belong in the desert. The desert is dry. There's little to no rain, there's little rainfall. Not too much life can exist um, in the desert because of the lack of water. When you think of a desert, it represents a lack of something. But God is saying, even in that place, I will bring a river in that dry place. And so for some of you, oh, I feel God, for some of you, God is going to cause you to become trailblazers, pioneers, creators in your field and in your industry, even in your home. You'll be the first in your family to blaze this new trail if you obey his word and believe it when he says, I will. That's a promise. When God says, I will. If you remember not the former things, I feel God, I will even make a way in the wilderness. Even in 2020, 2022, I believe God is making a way in the wilderness for you all that's listening. And he's going to make rivers Mm -hmm. at the river, at the river in those dry places, but believe God. So God is also saying, don't be concerned with the things in your past. I'm doing a new thing. New thing. I'm doing a new thing. I'm creating paths for you that you haven't considered. I I will create paths for you that you haven't thought about. So I want every listener, I want to encourage your heart and let you know that newness on the way, that a season of refreshing is coming. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Remember not the former things. God is doing a new thing. In
0: Jesus' name. Oh, yes. Amen. Thank you so much. That is so beautiful. And what a way to end um, just talking about just a foundation and rebuilding and making something new. Um, cause God is so faithful to do that, isn't he? And he's so faithful that he calls things, um, into being that weren't there at once. So, uh, God is just so good. I just thank you so much for all of your words of wisdom and oh my goodness, just overflowing like a river right now. It is just overflowing goodness and encouragement. And like I said, you're such a gem and I'm just so thankful that, uh, you came alongside us today and whether, you know, God's calling you guys who are listening to something big or small, um, just know that we're here for you. And if you have like a praise report, like she said, if you're like journaling right now, like three weeks later, you're like... I want to tell Toretta and Jackie what was going on. I mean, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram and let us know and drop us a DM and and keep us posted. Um, I'll put all the links to where you can find Toretta as well in the show notes and where you can grab her book if you're going through a relationship um, and you need to let things go and just release, my friend, that is a book for you. So thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a great week. Thank you, Toretta. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. And if you have a second, I mean, really, just give me a minute of your time and write a raving review or even click subscribe if you liked this episode or liked some of the other episodes that you've listened to and you have not yet subscribed. That way you can find out exactly when my newest episode is coming out every Monday. And I just would be so grateful that you just joined this encouraging community and that you encourage other people onward in their lives too, because the more reviews that you write, I know maybe you've heard this before. Maybe you're a podcast junkie like myself, but the more uh, reviews that you write, the more people get to see this podcast out there in the world today. So don't forget to go ahead and do me a huge favor and write an encouraging review. What stuck with you today? What was something that you just love about coming back week to week to week about this podcast? And it would just melt my heart to hear what you have to say. And I'm just so grateful that you're along for the journey. So thanks so much. And don't forget to write that review and I will see you all next week. Thanks, everybody.